welcome to Coming Up Roses. I'm Kevin. And I'm Kelly. And today is Saturday, May 28th, 2022. This is episode 63. Yeah. I even thought about it beforehand and then forgot. 63. We're getting up there. We are. And uh, May is almost over. May is almost over. Your school year is almost over. Uh, Memorial Day is Monday. We're, as we're recording this, this is Saturday. So, um... Yeah, it's... Made it to Memorial Day. Yeah. This has uh, been a rough week, though. I mean, it's been, uh, it has not been a good week. Yeah, obviously the, the tragedy in Texas um, weighs heavily, uh, particularly in this house. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know. It's hard to um, hear it. When it popped up on my phone the day it happened while I was still at work... And I glanced at it, and it said that the shooting was on the campus. Yeah. And they had locked the school down. So I was like, okay, you know. And then when you come back, when I get home and you hear more of it, I just had to... And the more and I more had to try not out. to watch it, but then on the other... Then I feel guilty yeah. for not watching because... I have the um, luxury of being able to turn it off and the people who are living through it and dealing with it don't have that luxury. So it feels super privileged of me just to turn my head and say I can't, even though that's what I want to do. But I feel like I need to honor them by hearing the stories and and knowing what happened and you know it's a slippery slope for me yeah because um my struggles with anxiety really came to the forefront because of a school shooting and so that was 10 years ago and it's been i think it's been longer than that yeah um and i really am feeling like I'm, i'm just getting to a place where Anxiety wasn't a part of my everyday, you know, like it spiraled into so many other things and kind of manifested its way into so many other things. This camera needs to, I don't know, we're not both in frame, maybe push it back some. There we go. There we go. Um, and it just took me a long time to get a grip on it. Or to recognize really what started it, and then really dealing with just symptoms of it. Well, and it also corresponded with, it was so soon after your cousin died, and he was the first of the cousins to go. So, like, the the generation that came after the the elder Logans, um, that, that, that hit you, and then you got the Sandy Hook whammy. So 2012, so it's been 10 years. Yeah. It'll be 10 years this year. Um, yeah, you know. But whatever little anxiety I feel isn't anything in comparison to what those families are going of through, course. what the community there is going through. It wasn't a good day for anybody in that town. I mean, obviously, at varying levels, but everybody in that town had a shitty day. Yeah. And, you know, it's important to investigate it and know all the details you're we're never going to know why it happened um because you can't 
the shooter didn't make it out alive, um, thankfully, if you ask me. And but you're never gonna get the answers, so it's a guessing game. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's just another, it's another sticking point for people just to fight against each other, rather than look for real solutions. Because it's multifaceted. You can't point to any one thing as being no. the reason why this happened. And there isn't any one cure either. No. There's actually no cure for it. But there are things that you can do to mitigate. And, you know, we've talked about this. Like, when we talk about your particular school, your school has actually got some pretty good things in it for security. It's only got one real entrance way. Uh, you've got those heavy doors that Jimmy can. Uh, Jimmy is their security guy. You can shut all those doors. Now it blocks off those doors. I don't know if he has control of those doors. I know the fire alarm, when it goes off, all of those doors shut. Yeah. But I don't know if you can trigger the doors Well, separately from the alarm. That, I don't that's know. something they need to fix. The only things I would say, there's there's a couple things they should do for your school and any other school. The fence, the fence line needs to be better. And that front entrance could use a, a remodeling. I mean, unless you're going to put a tall barbed wire fence around this guy hopped a fence to get onto the property yeah, of their school so it's like unless you're willing for our schools to look like fort knox mm. which i mean if we need to be realistic and we need to we can fight about mental health we can fight about you know society and how kids are being raised we can fight about violence and video games and um Movies, we can fight about guns, we can fight about all of the things that contributed to this. But what you can't do is just snap your fingers and fix it. So we no, have, to, no we have to realistically protect ourselves at right. this point. Yeah. Um, and if that, I guess, means your school's looking like Fort Knox. Unfortunately, anybody willing to do what this kid did mm-hmm. will most likely find a way well that's true and the fence is just a one part i mean it, it's not going to be a full-blown deterrent but if you've got a decent fence it's helpful plus you know if somebody's hopping the fence uh, hopefully you've also got cameras, cameras set up yeah so that when somebody's hopping the fence you see it yeah and then i would uh the door system if if it's only done through the fire alarm they need to fix it so that the security person can flip a button so that, you know, and that front door needs to be reworked. Mm-hmm. Other than that, your school's good for that kind of thing. They got heavy, heavy doors. Uh, they've only got one entryway, which is basically... Well, we know, have a lot of entry points, but they're all locked all the time. Right, right. They're, I mean, we locked. don't... And, and here's what I was thinking the other day. Like, I started teaching 23 years ago. Mm-hmm. When I was a new teacher... We would take kids out to recess and prop the doors open. For you know, um, yeah, so we could get back inside. Um, we would not think twice about parents just showing up at our classroom door. Or coming in and out at will. The front doors were not locked. They were open. Yeah. And this wasn't a problem. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, here we are 20 years later in my career... And I would no sooner walk out of a door and not make sure it was locked behind me. Mm-hmm. We don't prop the doors open ever. 
I've told you this when I was in high school there was no more no less than six maybe maybe ten trucks in the in the, in the parking lot driven by students that had gun racks in the in the stri- parking lot with several guns and these guys would occasionally get in fights and never would have dreamed of pulling a gun on it. Right. The society has changed. Society, society has, has you So know, that's what really we need to look at. The access to the guns has always been there. Yeah. Um, it hasn't been a real problem until this think, generation, this the last thirty years. And so what is changing? I think family structure is, plays a lot into it. When's the last time or just in, in the last couple years how many, on average, per year, have a nuclear family? Mom, dad, together. See, I can't... I think, well, I think that it is something to it, because... It's not about a nuclear family. It's about a supportive family. Yeah. That, where the parents, whether they're together or not, put their kids first. That's true. There are some and parents I don't that mean, are divorced that, that do well for I mean, their kids. I but. mean, your parents can be married... You can be fostered, you can have any family dynamic that you want. You just got to love your kids. But the parents need to put what's best for their kids first. And I don't mean giving them everything they want, making a hundred excuses so they don't ever feel disappointment or they don't ever feel sad or they don't ever feel hurt by someone or pain. Like, I think... You have to teach kids how to be resilient mm-hmm. and work through things when they aren't what you want. There you go. And I feel like a lot of parents, oh, we're, it's this whole, like, don't ever say no to your child. You That's know, ridiculous. Because like, your kid's going to ask for ridiculous shit. Why wouldn't you say no to that? I heard a story from someone at my school this week about one of their students, and some of the stuff he did while at lunch and he like sounds minor and it is minor because we're talking about young kids but throwing food at someone else and getting sauce all over another child whatever and a note was written home saying you know today at lunch your son did blah 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 please talk to him about you know we don't throw food at lunch whatever The next day, the parent came to pick the child up, so the teacher said, you know, about what happened, and she said, well, when I talked to him, he had a completely different version of the story. So what? Well, no shit. He's five. Yeah. And so you're going to immediately say, well, I believe my five-year-old, who's going to tell me whatever he needs to tell me to not get in trouble. Over the word of the adult you've put in charge of your child for the day. Yeah. That's stupid. So what you're sending the message to the child is, my parents don't respect that adult that I'm with all day long. Mm -hmm. I can do whatever I want. And my mom's going to back me up and take my story. That's what I'm talking about. You know, and another kid who, you know, brings lunch from home... But then has to go through the lunch line and get lunch because, right, you know, lunches are free for everybody. And so, tell that town, I just feel like we're off today. Um, <laughs> takes the lunch that he got through the lunch line and then just throws it away and eats what's in his lunch bag. Because he puts up such a scene 
about not going through the line and getting what everyone else is getting. He doesn't want it. So when he gets it, he just throws it away. And when the mom becomes aware of that, she's very, um, like, meek. If it was my kid, I would be like, okay, I'm going to show up here for lunch every day for a week. And if you go through that line and you get lunch, I'm going to sit with you in this cafeteria until you eat it all. Yeah. And if you don't eat it, your ass is grass. Yeah. Rather than just says, oh, sweetie, you know, you can't do that. Like, no wonder we can't get anything. Like, and I'm not talking about all the kids, not even a high percentage of them. There is a certain percentage of kids where you're just like, yeah. You know, you see the path. You see the path. Here's a kid who's never been told no, who's never been um, really reprimanded for behavior. Never had to make their own damn bologna sandwich. Yeah. I think there's something to that, you know. You, you, you. Not only are you saying to your kid, make your own damn lunch. All we got's bologna. Well, I mean, not at five necessarily, but uh-huh. you could teach them to be grateful for the lunch you're packing for them every day. Mm, I guess. Don't go through the line and waste food. No, don't do that. That's... If I hear that you're doing that, I'm coming to this school. You know, we're no, we're just not, because we try to tell them not to do that. It's a full-blown meltdown, throwing things, screaming and yelling. All I mean, it's ridiculous. So, <laughs> I look at that kind of the way people are raising their kids to just that, and then you couple on top of that social media. Yeah. Which, you know, maybe we should be not letting our children participate in social media. There's nothing good. In social media, nothing. No. Nothing that a growing child needs to be exposed to. Well, and I think it, it, it causes a natural separation. Right. A loner. Because they're in their house and they're on their games. They're violent video games. Yeah. Well, that and you can say, like, there, there's something to be said for kids being together. And if they say or do something, they get mad at each other. They may scuffle a little bit. Yeah. But... You know, you go online and you can say, you know, horrible shit to somebody because you're in the safety of your own home. Sooner or later, that shit builds up. Yep. You know, there's that. Plus, and I think, thankfully, in this neighborhood, I see the kids outside playing with other kids in the neighborhood. So, apparently, the, the parents around here believe in, you know, shipping your kids outside and, and, and playing. They'll play in our yard because we got a good-sized, uh, unobstructed we yard. We don't have a lot of kids outside, though. Not anymore Not because like they've I grown a bit. No, but, they're, but the kids in our neighborhood are still play outside. Now, they've gotten yeah. older. Most of them are, are like, in their Like late I said, I'm not now. trying to say it's a high, even a high majority of the yeah. kids. But this particular kid in Texas apparently had issues with family i mean clearly shot his grandma in the face there's something not right he's got a history of violence he had uh his uh, dad said he didn't know he bought the weapons once he turned 18 yeah he didn't know he had them if he'd have known he would have reported it but reported what he legally bought them at age Mm -hmm. 18 right so i i don't know it's just it's horrific and then the other thing is you know he had a uh Apparently, he went around and in a car was shooting people with a BB gun, and the cops basically just, you know, hey, stop doing that, you little punk. Go on home. You know, that kind of shit. You got to 
start take you know, that more seriously. You gotta take we that need kind to of shit more seriously. Address mental health. You got some of these kids really three, four age. times where they've had inter, you know inter, inter, uh, interactions with police, and police are lenient on them because you know they're just a kid. They're just having fun shooting up police cars and whatnot, or shooting up cops, or shooting up people. Uh, with a BB gun, or, or in this case, this kid had, uh, they had a record of him um, hurting a cat. You know, you start hurting animals, that is pure, you've got something fucked in the head. You know, they, they got to lock you up for a little bit, because that's sociopath stuff, you know? Yeah, no, like I said, there's no clear answer. There's no clear answer. But I think as far as what the government can do, Instead of sending billions and billions of dollars across the sea for, you know, some war that we shouldn't be involved with, how about, I don't know, uh, rework your front door, uh, put a better fence up. I'm not even saying, I'll even ease off. You don't want the guys to have, you know, armed security. Why is it okay, the federal but... government's responsibility, though? Is it, and is it in our city government that really should be I absolutely looking agree with at that? that? So absolutely. If for it's up to me, local. there wouldn't be a federal government involved with anything involving the schools. But. but I can't say, oh, let's not help the Ukrainian people. Because the world doesn't work like that. I get it. It just doesn't work like that. I get it. But, I mean, it's not like this I particular think, administration is shy of spending money. I think people of all different backgrounds need to be able to sit down and hash this out and come up with some common sense action. Mm-hmm. You know, something has to change. Yeah. If we keep going down this road, it's my heart breaks for those. They poor should children. have the same security at, at your school that they have in D.C. for the schools where all the senators. I and, don't and say. Like look, I my school is. And I, I think your school is pretty secure. It seems that way. Until I, someone tries to breach it, and then who knows what's going to happen. Well, I think your school is, for the most part, pretty secure. I would, like I said, the only thing I would say is they need to rework the front part. I know, Kevin. I, yeah, yeah, I know. But, then yeah. I think we're living in a dreamland, though, if we think that no matter what we do. Someone yeah. who's intending on hurting someone... That's always going to be the case. Is going to be able to do it no matter what happens. So we were having this discussion because I have a door that leads to the outside in my classroom. So when the kids go out to recess, that door isn't propped open, but it's it was unlocked until this week. Um, Well, let me ask you: Can they put one of those badge things on it? Maybe that's what we. I mean, we have a key to get in, but like the kids would be they scrape their knee and they have to come in to get a band-aid or you know they have to go to the bathroom and so if i'm not in the room because technically that's like planning time for me i could be anywhere um anyway we were having this discussion about it and i was like you know if you we lock the door then they're stuck outside and God forbid someone can't get in the building, so he just starts taking out kids outside of the building. Yeah. And they can't get in. So and no matter what you do, the evil people will find a way. Yeah. They will. Um, you just have to be prepared and, you know, grateful for every day that that doesn't happen to us. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's the world we live in. Yeah. 
you know, unless you're, I mean, I can't even say unless you're in some small town somewhere because, I mean, this small town in Texas, they, not a big. A lot of stuff went wrong there, though. A lot of stuff. The more we're hearing about it, the more I'm realizing it was seriously mishandled. I don't know if it would have made much of a difference in, you know, how much damage that guy did, but there's no way the cops should have been standing I mean, outside for 90 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's um, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, but... And I don't know, I like I said, I, I have to take my cue from... Until you know all the information, I don't want to yeah. speak on it too much. But, you know, when I first heard, well, they were using, they were dealing with it as possibly a hostage situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were handling it differently. I don't know if that's changed yet or not. The last I heard, that's what they were saying. Someone outside of that municipality's uh, police, they need to be investigating that that should not be done by an internal i believe that i believe that when things like this go down because if you're asking government to investigate government uh they're going to cover shit up that's just like you know do you accept that when somebody says oh my company did wrong here we're going to do an internal investigation well yeah that's great we're going to hire our own guy to go in and, and kick some heads i really think that should just be and it may be just Usually that kind of stuff, if it gets investigated, it's going to be done by, like, lawyers and shit. Yeah. Now, I know Virginia Beach is coming up on the anniversary of the Municipal Center shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was investigated, like, by yeah. an outside organization. Yeah. But um, from what I remember, like, a lot of people weren't very happy with that because details weren't being forthcoming or it was taking a long time to get information out to people and but you and and i guess to be able to sit back and not be someone who was you know there or knew anyone who was there it's easy to sit back and say oh well you have to just let it happen but it it was your family member your 10 year old who was trying to call 911 to get help i i can't imagine Mm -hmm. i would be so furious with anybody who tried to speak to me on... Yeah. It's crazy shit. Um, yeah. Crazy. So anyway, that's the not-so-good news of the week. <laughs> um, Hold on a second. I'm getting... Happy birthday to my brother, Billy. He's texting me right now. Uh, I texted him <laughs> earlier. Um, His birthday was yesterday. Though. I, yeah, I, I forgot. I just told him I record, I'm recording. So happy brother, birthday, brother Bill. He's 50, the old bastard. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's a joke. I'm hitting it, too. I'll be hitting it in a couple years. Wow. You instantly knew you fucked up when you said that. I saw it on your face. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's a trap. Anyway, happy birthday, Billy. Uh, love you, bro. bro. Um, yeah. 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 Uh... <laughs> Funny stuff. Um, so, outside of that horrific news that, you know, we don't need to talk about anymore right now. No, let's get into some good um, news, because Jesus. I am up to just shy, like a tenth of a pound shy of 22 pounds. There you go, baby. Yep, yeah, it's been four, well, yesterday it was 40 days. 
and I had just almost hit 22 pounds. So that's pretty good. Yeah. I am noticing um, a bit more energy, mm -hmm. except you wouldn't have known that when I went to bed at 7 o'clock last night. <laughs> and well, you took some PM too, so. I didn't take the PM until you came in to go to bed, because yeah. you came in and I woke up at 10.15 or whatever, took my medicine, took some Tylenol PM, Ooh, went back to that. sleep, woke up at 7.30, um, got up. Mm -hmm. Did I get up at 7.30? Yeah. Yeah, that would have been 12 hours. <laughs> and then got up and Kevin did some OT today. So he went into work at 9. And I went back to bed because I was like, you know what? I was tired of falling asleep in the chair. Went back to bed and slept until, I don't know, 12.30. And then I was like, I, I just need to get up and take a shower and get dressed. Or else I'm just going to lay here and sleep all day. But it just felt so good to not have to get up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the Tylenol PM sometimes has that effect on me, where it just knocks me out, but in a good way. Mm -hmm. So I can't drink alcohol anymore. I can't, I don't go to my, you know, my go-tos. In fact, I was really surprised that I lost a pound over yesterday because we had Arby's for dinner, and I did the, like, french fries with cheese sauce. Yeah, but you already know this, and we've already talked about it, is that it's not about what you're eating, aside from the I sugar. did eat a much smaller portion than I normally Yeah, eat. it's about about the portion control and, and how you eat, so. Mm -hmm. I switched my OJ out to cranberry, so this is H2 Cran, um, an ounce of cranberry juice. And this is still Coke Zero Cherry. And uh, if the good folks at Coca-Cola want to sponsor us, I'll start drinking out of your can. Yeah, I don't think that's coming. Yeah. Um, I'd settle for if y'all sent me a, a, a nice service with uh, your logo on it. I'll, I'll, I'll drink out of that for you if you want. So. <laughs> or send me some cash app, cash, uh, dollar sign K Rose VA. I probably should do Venmo or something. I would think at this point somebody would throw a buck at me just to shut them up. As a joke. So. Um, yeah, so the weight loss thing is coming along. Yeah. 22 pounds feels good. Did it a little does. bit more. I got, like I said last you week. Said your I, jeans didn't feel as tight? My jeans were feeling a little looser. I have two different size jeans. Mm -hmm. um, the comfy ones and then the ones that are just slightly, when I first put them on after being washed, they don't feel too tight, but you know. Those are even now starting to feel a little bit loose. There you go. I believe um, get you some uh, uh, some new jean shorts, some jorts for the trip. I have plenty of shorts. I mm. bought a lot of pants. Um, yeah, so there's all that. Um, my brother yesterday went out to get uh, ice cream. I guess he was just wanting ice cream, and he ran over to the local grocery store. And he came home and he's he said, I got you some Reese's uh, Klondikes. And I was like, oh, thanks. And then he was like, God damn it. <laughs> I forgot you weren't eating that anymore. And I'll admit to you, it's hard. Michael will bring some cookies <laughs> in the house and some oatmeal raisin cookies. And I'm like, God damn it, Mike. I'm, I, I, I struggle with that. I'll sit there and I'll just look at it. Uh, that's like, what the ice cream has been. T I told you today. When we were out, I was like, oh my gosh, like ice cream is just, what I should do is go to 
sweet frog and just get the sugar-free vanilla yogurt. Yeah. Um, sweet frog, or if you're local here, there's a place called Aqua S. If you have one around, that's they're great. They get the uh, the uh, salted or uh, what sea is it? Salt. Sea salt um, yogurt or sea salt. What is it? It's custard. It's isn't frozen it? yogurt. It's frozen yogurt. That's only 14 carbs. So, and it's insanely good. It's so good. And they'll do it in a bowl. We should go get some of that. I know, we should. But I, and then I feel like, oh, I shouldn't, though. I really shouldn't. Like, yeah. I probably will before the weekend's over. Yeah. Um, we'll go tomorrow. Yeah. Get out of the house tomorrow a little bit. After I, I got tomorrow, I got, uh, I'm not doing pool tomorrow because uh, Dad's on this kick. We got a dead tree in the backyard by the pool, and we got to get rid of that. So we got to cut that down. And then there's one in the front. And all of the plants and whatnot, so I gotta cut that down and cut it up, put it in bags, and then I guess Monday, uh, no, fuck, Tuesday, shit, <laughs> shit, Tuesday I gotta haul it all to the dump in the in the in the van, mm -hmm. which means I gotta go to the stink house. The stinky dump. Fuck man. <laughs> you'll be all right. You know what to do. Yeah. Spray the stuff in the mask. Put the mask on. You'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Fun. <laughs> Um, so what's some good news? Let's, let's do some, some good news. news. So I saw a, a Facebook post from my sister, actually the high school that her sons go to. Mm -hmm. Um, the co-founder of Airbnb is a graduate of that high school and he came back and did their commencement speech for their graduation this year. And he gave every graduate 22 shares of Airbnb. That's unbelievable. Which at that day's rate was for some reason $2,900 is like sticking in my head it was in the $2,000 range mm -hmm. um so like that was pretty cool hold on to that though kids 800 and something better. kids like it was like 1.2 million dollars worth of uh stock he gave away all right but here's the thing kids this is a bear market so right now everything's low no no it's a, a bull yeah bear it's a bear market so things are going low wait wait it out because once shit changes and the stuff starts going up and people start traveling again, that's going to tick up. So it's going to be worth a lot more later on. You hold on to that stock. Do not sell right now. Yep. Here's another one um, from a college that, let's see, seniors at an L.A. art school were overwhelmed with joy when... Let's see. The a 284-strong class of 2022 from Otis College of Art and Design got their loans paid off by Snapchat co-founder Evan Spiegel. Wow. Yep. Because I guess he went to that school. And, uh, you know, Snapchat's up yeah. there too, friends. But, um... It says that most of the recipients had racked up $70,000 or more in student debt. Jesus Can you Christ. imagine? That's some student loan forgiveness I can get behind. Yeah, just you an know, individual just, uh, guy, individual saying, guy saying, hey, I'm just going to, you know, wipe all your debt out. Way to go. Um, $10 million it cost him. That's, that's a good chunk of change. That is quite something. Um, where were these people when I graduated from college? You went into a profession where everybody's working from the government, mm -hmm. so. But I mean, not everybody who graduated from my college no, went true. to that into that profession. That's true. Um, 
I don't even remember who spoke at mine. Don't remember. I can't remember who spoke at my college, but I remember there was a lady in my high school graduation. Billy's going to get a kick out of this. Who, uh, it was a woman who worked, uh, she was like in the city manager's office or whatever. And she rambled on and 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 on. And there was a thunderstorm that was pulling up behind us. And at some point, all the kids just started clapping, hoping she'd shut the fuck up and get off the stage. She says, that ain't going to get me off the stage. Well, then everybody in the crowd started clapping because here's this thunderstorm coming up behind us. Uh, and then it started raining on us as they're calling our names up. You know, she finally abandoned her speech. Oh, that would have pissed me off. And, um, you know, we got our stuff and got out as quick as we could. But, you know, you know, Jesus. My high school graduation, there was, we graduated at the high school on the football field. We mm -hmm. were like one of the last classes to do that. And then mm -hmm. they went to the convention center. Um, but it, there yeah, was they a storm. Yeah, Karen's graduation. Mm -hmm. I remember that. There was a storm coming that day too. And we had just got to the car after graduation when it started raining. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Let's see. What else? Um, this is from a website called Good, uh, was it? Goodnewsnetwork.org. Good Drug combination lowers risk of asthma attacks by 24%. Nice. Um, let's see. New published in the New England Journal of Medicine. Shows that a combination of albuterol. Your sister takes that. And a corticosteroid taken together via inhaler. Lower the number of sudden episodes of shortness of breath, wheezing, and coughing. Which can land kids in the emergency room. So that's good. There you go. Progress moving forward with asthma. That's always good. My this, sister, I'm sure, is all aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. In this house, we, we really enjoy some medical advancement. Because your dad greatly benefited from some mm. miracle shit. That, up until he came along, uh, was still almost experimental. It just got approved by stuff. And the doctors put him on it. And it was miraculous on him so mm -hmm. you know medical advancement is, is awesome uh, in Florida <laughs> your favorite state um, there's something called the hometown heroes housing program which will help Florida residents in over 50 critical professions first responders teachers and the like um, Educators, healthcare professionals, child care employees, active military, with um, assistance with down payments, closing costs, and lower mortgage rates for first time home purchases. Nice, okay. Um, in a community where they work. That's the key. Because right. we have a similar thing. Like teachers can get a break on purchasing a home in certain areas, but it's probably, you know. Like you gotta te teach in the school district that you're teaching from. You gotta you're live in the school in the district. district. Yeah. Well, or it's just neighborhoods. Yeah, you don't live in a neighborhood. Like no, I mean that. Virginia Beach has so many schools that you you drive two miles and you're in another school district. Yeah. So, because um, it's only a 15 minute drive to your school. Yeah, I mean it's nothing. Nothing, and then and we pass by two schools, isn't it? Like we pass by there's. The one, one right elementary right the there. Yeah. And we go down to Corporate Landing. There's an elementary school down the road from there a little bit. 
Then you get to my elementary school and there's within a mile another elementary school. I mean, we have 85 schools in Virginia Beach, 55 elementary. They're everywhere. <laughs> um, there's a lot of us out there, folks. Here's a good news. Here's some good news. Wintering monarch butterflies bounce back in Mexico. Numbers surge by 35%. Sweet. The butterflies that were going away are now coming back. Best picture I ever took. Um, we we had that big fancy camera, and we were in uh, um, Tennessee at the uh, Chattanooga Aquarium, and they had a butterfly exhibit, and, and it was me, you, Jen, and Paul, and the boys. And I sat there and I was aiming at this one butterfly and had his wings. Oh, uh, that was a. Um, it was. I can't remember what kind of butterfly it was. No, but, it was a. Um, but it, yeah, go ahead. I, I'm sitting there focusing, 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 and just as I'm about to snap the button, he opens up his wings and he had these brilliant blue, beautiful wings. It was a blue morpho. Yeah. Beautiful butterfly. Yeah. It's such well, a he's a mofo, all right. Anyway. Morpho, not mofo. <laughs> Anyway, uh, it was one of the best pictures I ever taken in my life. It was really, it was just pure timing and whatnot. It was great. One of the things I remember most about that butterfly sanctuary was when you came out of it, the fans that would blow on you, because obviously if you've got like a butterfly that has landed on you or whatever, it blows them off. Mm -hmm. And it was so hot that we were just, I was like, oh, that feels so good. Let's just stand, stand here right for a minute. There. Um, here's another charity, Big Brothers and Big Sisters of America, mm -hmm. got a $122.6 million donation Wow! from a single philanthropist named Mackenzie Scott. That name sounds familiar. She might have been on Shark Tank. Um, yeah, I don't know who she is. Miss Scott has given away $8 billion in the past two years That's... to hundreds of charities since her divorce left her with... 4% of Amazon shares. Oh, that's Bezos' wife. Including recently donating $436 million to Habitat for Humanity. Well, good for her. Good for her. Take some of that Bezos money and do some good with it. You know, what are you going to do with billions of dollars? Yeah. Whatever she does with it is, is helpful. That's where a lot of people get wrong. I think it goes back to the idea that the folks with a ton of money just store it like the idea that scrooge mcduck in his in his vault and he's just swimming through money rich people spend money and it helps the people they're spending the money with they buy a yacht that's um people that built the yacht in bezos's case he's unless they have yacht. to tear the bridge down to get the yacht but out it's of the still, town he's he got to pay all those people to take the bridge <laughs> it sounds stupid but um stupid. What was it Walt was talking about? Plan Walt Flanagan from Telling Steve Dave was saying that there's people planning on launching bags of piss at the thing as they travel under what used to be the bridge. Here, you rich asshole, taste my piss. <laughs> Here's an interesting story, Kevin. Adding cranberries to your diet can help improve memory and brain function and lower bad cholesterol. Yeah. So I made my switch to the H2 cran just in time. And I'm I, I can I can do dried cranberries because that's not so. He horrible, hates this. But I don't like I don't like tart. Tastes like a cocktail to me. It's like yeah. having a little cocktail. I just don't like anything tart. I can handle you know. I'm not a big fan of lemon either, but 
Stefan Saganaki cheese. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, those are the days. I miss Shani's. I do too. All right. Well, let's get into some therapy because I think we need some therapy. We need some week. therapy this week. Let's you want to go? The, let's put the good go? news away. I'll start. All right. All right. Table topics therapy. If you had multiple personalities, what would they be? Mm. I just got finished watching Moon Knight. It's on Disney Plus. It's good stuff. Um, I think I would have. Uh, I would probably like a guy that could do the bubbly part of my job, like do the because I, I'm I, I get into fix it mode, and this is something that's plagued me forever. It keeps me from having like great scores. I have de- I got better than decent. You're scores. You're not bubbly enough. I don't. I don't. You're not happy, happy, joy, joy. Yeah, I don't. I don't bring the. Yeah, I hate when people talk to me with that ha- fake happy though. Yeah, and I just go right into fix it mode, and I usually fix their stuff, but the job wants you know them to have these. Why these do they great want interaction. Why? Because I can tell you, as a person who is an introvert, who hates to make phone calls to customer service people, mm-hmm. I would much rather have a person who is not having any additional conversation with me. Other than fixing what my problem is. I do not want to make small talk. I don't want to talk about the weather or where I live or what I do. That makes me insane. That's market research. The, the market research they come up with says... Because hey, it lengthens want... your phone calls and then they get on you because your calls are too long. Yeah, well... But if I had the, uh, like a switch where I could have the personality to do that, sure. And then, uh, you know... I've always been kind of... Filterless. I've developed a filter over the years, but I guess a guy who like, if there was a guy running around in my head that always knew what exactly was the right thing to say, that was couth and whatnot, that'd be kind of cool. Without me just. I would like to have a multiple personality that likes to exercise. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. If I could just. I am not. No, I wish you were. (laughs) Well, you're walking without your cart. You're you're carrying your stuff. Walking without. No, like I said. I know. Um, baby steps. No, but taking, if I could just like... Baby steps to taking baby steps. If I could just switch personalities and then that person could go kill it at the gym and then oh. I come back and be my lazy self, that would be great. Yeah. That would be great. I don't know. Yeah. I can't think of anything else other than that. All right. Do you generally date people who are... Crazier or saner than yourself? Well, you guys know that. I mean, I married someone crazier than me. Probably I always went for crazier than me. Yeah? Yeah. I, I've, I've, uh, my dating history, I've dated a woman that was much more saner, or I guess she was didn't have as much of a sense of humor as you got. So well, that I mean, was that's not, not crazy to have a sense of humor. Yeah, but, um, and then I don't think I've ever dated anybody who's, well, there was that one chick, but that was, that wasn't really <laughs> a serious thing. So I, I'm not going to talk about that. I got, uh, not with, not with the aunt, uh, with the ants watching. Yeah. Do we switch <laughs> to the next question? Sure. Let's do okay. it. Okay. <laughs> What's the funniest thing your inner child wants? I don't know. Probably a, a Captain America shield. I mean, how cool would that what be? What would you man? do with it? Probably hanging on the wall, but everywhere. I don't know. That's the thing. It's just one of those things. That it would like... become the Captain America shield in my bedroom. I hang it on the wall. 
I remember when we first moved in together, your mom gave us those... Um, the Batman curtain? The Batman bathroom <laughs> shower curtain and rugs and stuff. Oh, it was, it was a so whole cool. bathroom accoutrement. It was a, a shower curtain. It was a, 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 a fucking a trash can, <laughs> bath mat. It was, it was great. Uh, I don't know what my inner child wants. I don't know. The funniest thing? Who knows? Mm. I'm not, I, I'm just not feeling so introspective today. I'm not normally an introspective person. Yeah. I mean, on certain things, I, I guess I am, but like, usually I just. Well, and it's hard thinking about your inner child because, you know, you're. Uh, My inner child, even when I was a child, wasn't really an inner child. Yeah. So. I was always like mature. And, you know, level-headed and responsible. I didn't ever have that, like, crazy, fun-loving inner child thing. Yeah. yeah. And then so, you married a man-boy, so. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that says. You done fucked up. It's <laughs> <laughs> not true. Mm-hmm. All right, what's your next question? All right. Next is... Which of your parents' quirks made you nuts? <laughs> Do you really... Your mom and dad... Well, your mom watches this. Your dad doesn't watch it. Hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> dancing, dancing, dancing. <laughs> around this subject. Uh... I mean, it's the same thing... It's not really their quirk, but the volume of the TV. That's just because they're old and they can't I know. That's one of the reasons why I went and laid down so early last night is just because I needed some quiet. Um, I get that. This morning, Mom said to Dad, because I was putting a grocery order in. I guess not this morning. God, it's 5 o'clock. I did sleep until almost 1, so... (laughs) Um, Mom said, is there anything you want? What were we talking about? Getting yogurt? And Dad was like, yeah. Yeah, pick me up some ginger ale. (laughs) So it's just that happened to like, okay. Uh, I don't know. I mean, things make me nuts in the moment, but nothing, you know, that I'm going to admit to on a podcast that my mom listens to. Yeah. I'm sure there's many things that make me her nuts about me. I'm sure. Yeah, you probably have heard some of them. Yeah, well, I try not to. Because <laughs> my mother-in-law does the, the town crier stuff. Anything happens with the family, and she's town crier. And, like, all the and, you know people that are watch this podcast are going to know this. She's calling Aunt Pat. She's calling Aunt Miriam. She's calling, she does like yeah. to keep in close contact with the family, and that's a good thing. She is the glue of the family, to be honest I am not her. like that. Yeah. I really am not like that there's no town crier with your cousins or whatever no i mean i'm just not a phone call small talk kind of person yeah if i'm visiting that's something that's different if like but i'm just i don't know that's i'm with you mom likes to talk on the phone and i'm not i'm not huge on talking on the phone i miss talking on the phone to my mom but 
I'm not big on like talking to like I love my brother Tommy to death, but you know this, bro. You you suck at talking on the phone, <laughs> dude. I love you to death, man. But man, you, you get. I know there I was one time you had you, you like, had Tommy yeah. on the phone, and we were in the car, and a good twenty seconds went by before either one of you even said anything, and I was like, <laughs> say something, dumbass. Um. <laughs> Your mom, though, every time you would ask her what she wants for Christmas, yeah. she would never that, actually tell you anything. That's actually what I was going to bring up was that, <laughs> you know, what do you want for Mother's Day, Ma? She's like, I don't want nothing. Well, you're going to get something. It's going to be something you, you, you hate. You're going to get it blanketed again, or you're going to get a shirt. So come up with something better than that. She never would. No. Mm-mm. Got a lot of bingo stuff. <laughs> we got her a cane one time with bingo stuff all over it. It was nice. Mm. Okay. My it's, on next. You. it's on you. Golly day, these questions. <laughs> when does your father's voice haunt you? Oh, Jesus. Every time he shits on something. No, uh, you're my dad. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was just thinking about your dad because, you know, you, you guys will say, well, let's do this. And he immediately comes up with reasons. Oh, why. not ag- not yeah. not literally shitting yeah. on something. Yeah. Oh, God. I was like, what are you <laughs> even talking about? Now, see what Amber Heard has done to the society now. Everything's no, literally getting shit on. That isn't true. I yeah. wasn't even thinking that. But of course, I, I could have done that because I shit on things all the, you know, bathrooms and stuff. Anyway, uh, but as far as like uh, what I hear in my dad's voice is uh, every now and again, I'll hear the little phrases that he used to say. You know, when, uh, you know, I've got kidneys up here, you know, brain power, but he's saying his kidneys. Uh, or uh, Hamlet, Hamlet, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Ain't scared of you, woman. <laughs> yeah, you use that one with me sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of stuff. I miss that. He used to, he, he's the Zen master of using the same joke. So. Yeah. My dad, I mean,. It doesn't haunt me because he's still here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's what I was immediately thought it would. If you answering the question would be how your dad like whenever they come up with a plan, he's immediately he coming up with for the, the, the downside of what's going to go wrong. That's his mo. It always has been. Yeah. Dad is the one that looks for where it's all going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. I think that's from his job. It's mm-hmm. just what he did for a living. You know, he looked for where the problems were going to be. And I can remember, like, as a kid, we were like, oh, my God, yeah, everything we suggest, you know. Um, but he used to say, follow the logic, which really sometimes pissed me off. Um, he hasn't done that in a long time, though. Um, he, When I was learning how to drive, he told me, I mean, there's so many things that my dad has told me over the years, but... He said, pretend like there's an egg between your foot and the gas pedal or your foot and the brake, you know? And I always, when I drive with you, I think it. Like, oh my God. That you'd have scrambled, scrambled eggs. To, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, he told me when I was really young that raisins were dead flies. That always stuck with me. Taught me about snapgrass. That stuck with me until I was in graduate school and found out that wasn't true. Um, yeah. God, that's what dads are for, though, right? That's right. Come on, Man, fire therapy it. is getting deep yeah, this week. Yeah, this is a deep therapy. Would you rather have a life coach or a therapist? Therapist. Uh-huh. Life coach is such bullshit. It's such a bullshit. I don't understand. And I, I mean, everybody just do you do you, but like, 
I would resent the shit out of a life coach. It would have the opposite effect on me. Unless your life coach is Lee Army, you know, you're not... Jesus Christ. No, I'd rather have a therapist. Yeah. I want to work through how I done fucked up to get here. Because I pretty much can navigate my life. Yeah. I've not, you know, harmed anybody. I've never committed felonies. I'm law-abiding. I have a good, stable job. Like, I feel like I'm all right. Yeah. Um, well, that's all you gotta do. Just you don't don't hurt anybody and don't steal anybody's stuff. You have to be How decent. hard is that? You need to be a decent human being. That's all you need to be is a decent human being. Yeah. Don't hurt anybody and don't steal their shit. Yep. So, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess I'd rather have a therapist. Yeah, I guess so. What bridges in your life do you need to burn ASAP? Ooh. I guess that there's, there's not really a whole lot of bridges I need to burn, you know? Especially now. I mean, you figure uh, these were obviously uh, put together before pandemic. I mean, uh, people have been separated for years. If anything, I need to build some bridges. I need to get, uh, I need to, we need to go have dinner with Chuck and Delina and Richard and Kate and, um, you know, we need to, you know, I'm looking forward to visiting with the family at the, at the mm-hmm. end of June. I mean, all of that. Um, but as far as burning bridges, I, there's no one I need to burn a bridge with. I mean, I've had people in my life recently that I've had to burn bridges yes. with. Yes, yes you have. Um. With good reason. And I, honestly, there's not been that many bridges that I've burned in my life. No. Um. But... I mean, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. You know, if you're in a, if you're, uh, you know, your relationship with somebody is toxic, you walk away from crazy. There you go. But, you know, people probably walked away from me saying, that motherfucker's crazy. Yeah, all these bridges <laughs> you need to rebuild, are you sure the other person didn't burn them down? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know why they won't return my message. <laughs> uh, Chuck's uh... probably busy camping. Do you do you offer good advice? Well, that's up to you guys. I, I throw shit out there all the time. Is what do you think? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. You don't really give a lot of advice. I try not to. I don't like to tell people how to live their lives. You do you, Hoss. Yeah, you're pretty much just like you know. You yeah. You just. You don't really give a lot of advice. No. You do tell people to be ready with a throat punch. Yeah, absolutely. You should always uh, be ready with a throat You tell people to um, make their threat assessments when they're mm-hmm. out by themselves. Uh, well, anytime you're you're with anybody, you need to yeah. do a threat assessment, especially with new people. And I will tell, and I've told my niece, my blood niece, and every other person I consider a niece is not blood. If you're in in a situation where you feel like you're going to be in danger. You hit that motherfucker in the throat and you get out. You hit somebody in the throat, they're going to be gasping for breath. You're probably not going to do permanent damage. You're probably not going to kill them, but you're definitely going to be able to get away. So, yeah, be ready with the throat punch if you need it. Yeah, that's Kevin's advice. He makes it sound so easy. Well. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I give good advice or not. I try not to give... A lot of advice either. I just listen. Yeah. Plus, I give myself a lot of advice that I don't even take, so. Yeah. Whatever. Um, while you were talking, something 
popped. Oh, I don't. Oh, it's because Tilly got up and started her little her little scratchy carpet Tilly. thing here. Um, <laughs> we both leaned out of the uh, frame there. <laughs> um, we had a weird call this week about Tilly, didn't you? Oh my God. <laughs> um, so uh, Wednesday, no, yesterday. Uh, I'm trying. I, I dropped you off. Got back to the house. Uh, and my mother-in-law needed me to take her to her macular uh, her eye, doctor, eye doctor, whatever, uh, which is way the hell out in, in um, uh, Hilltop. So whatever, it's a good 10, 15-minute drive. Get in the car, uh, and we're heading towards, we're driving past the base, and I get a phone call from Tilly's vet. And I'm like, uh, hello? And I'm thinking they're going to, she's got an appointment on the 4th? Yeah, she's got an appointment on the 4th to get shots. So she's going to get a bunch of shots. She's going to be a diva about it. We'll make sure we get her on camera for you so you guys can see her get all zonked out. Um, anyway, so I get a call, and uh, they're like, uh, yes, could you, do you think you guys could bring Tilly in today before, uh, at 10.30? And I'm like, um... No, not really. I'm 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 out with my mother-in-law. She's oh maybe we should talk to Mrs. Rose. And I'm like no. She's like well, um, you know, I, you know, you gave us a call and said that she threw up seven times. I'm like no, that ain't us. <laughs> we didn't call you. She's perfectly fine. We're just we have an appointment on so, the fourth for shots. But apparently there's another Tilly Rose out there. Well, I know that there's another Kevin Rose. Mm-hmm. I know and that there's that we another go Kelly Rose. We too. both go to Jones. And because we both... I had my hair stylist years ago when I used to get it colored and everything. Mm -hmm. um, she had another client named Kelly Rose because she used to mix our appointments up all the time. Yeah. We both go to Jones and we both, there was something else. We were both, uh, when I had gotten in an accident my with my truck and I had to do a rental, there was the same guy using the same rental company at the same time. And they apparently have a dog named Tilly. And they apparently have Very a dog named odd. Tilly. That guy's trying to take over my life, the bastard. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Anyway. Oh, bless you. What are you doing, baby girl? She's ready to, She's ready to be beat done. feet. All right. Next one's you. It is. What purchase made you happiest for the longest time? Ooh. Um, so far, the car. I like the car. Yeah. The car was good. Um, the grill. I love the grill. Uh, gonna use it today. Gonna make some hamburgers. Um, Jesus. Yeah, I'd say that's it. What about you? Oh, I don't know. I didn't think it's. Yeah. Probably the car. <laughs> Getting a lot of joy out of the cricket. Not really. I haven't used it in a very long time. Yeah, that's true. Tilly, stop. She's ready. She's ready for us to wrap this up. Yeah. Well, we got one more card, and then we got to wrap right. up, folks. Have you ever read a book that changed your life? No. No? I'd have to say, uh, not changed my life. I mean, uh, I've read a lot of graphic novels. I get a lot of enjoyment out of it. Uh, I'd say there was a book that kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things, and that would have to be, there was a, it was a John Stossel book about... Uh, uh, no, they can't. And, um, you know, it's just basically a lot of government abuses that uh, that uh, he points out. And 
you know, great. Now I know to look out for that shit. I can't think of any book that I read that changed my life. Yeah. I mean, I've read books that I've enjoyed mm-hmm. or that have made me think, oh, that's, you know, interesting or I hadn't thought about it that way. I don't read a lot of nonfiction, so not really anything that I felt like totally changed me as a person. Yeah. But I'm a hard nut to change. I'm very set in my ways. So there you go. All right, folks. That's an interesting week. week. It's been a tough week. Um, but uh, hopefully next week we won't have any horrible uh, things to talk about. We'll stick with uh, strange or good news. Um, and uh, well, maybe we'll um, play some games this week. I bought <laughs> I bought some Yahtzee pads for like. Oh yeah. Because my eyesight is getting really bad, and when they came in the mail, they were like. Regular eight, eight and a half by eleven <laughs> size Yahtzee pads, and then dice that are like this big. <laughs> Huge. Huge. Getting old. Yeah. But I have 15 days of work left. 14 days of work. 15 with the kids, and then I can give my eyes a rest for a while. So that'll be good. That'll be good. Then we got uh, a week in uh, Hatter's Island with the fam. Mm-hmm. That'll be really good. I'm hoping we have good weather. I've already started like worrying about all this rain and getting stuck down there. And mm-hmm. we'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Even if we're stuck in the house, it's a kick-ass house. I know, but I don't want my car buried in sand and oh, all that oh kind we'll of stuff. Right. So we'll see what happens, folks. Yeah. <laughs> all right, have a uh, nice Memorial Day weekend. Enjoy your time with doing whatever. Hopefully, you're. One of your flights wasn't canceled. I heard they have like 3,000 flights canceled. Jesus. Um, mainly because of COVID. Still unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I hope you have a nice weekend. Yep. And uh, remember the, the following. Yep. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>